Hi everybody, thank you for joining. My name is Brenda Ridgely and I am the Connection Connoisseur, connecting you to everything girlfriend and everything tribe. Today, I'm so excited to welcome my very good friend and tribe member, Michelle Eileen, to the podcast. Michelle is a co-creator of sorts of our modern day tribe and a vision and a message that we want to send throughout the world. And I'm so excited you're here. Um, Michelle is a Native American and Lakota medicine woman who prefers to be known as the pharmacist who doesn't believe in drugs. <laughs> we will get more into that later as Michelle's going to be joining me going forward because the conversation I feel is so powerful. When you um, have friendships at the tribal level, at the confidant level, you're able to deep dive into, into conversations and talk about things that don't normally come up. So maybe some insecurities that you have. And, and it's just so great to have these conversations where you can be heard and validated that you're not alone. And I just thought our conversations were so uh, instrumental that it, we, I just wanted to share. So when I started writing Lady in the Tribe, I was a little concerned about the use of the word tribe because I certainly only wanted to represent it with respect, the respect that I believe it's due. Um, a tribe, in my opinion, is a group of people who are bound together by place and by space and by resources and by love. And because of Michelle's heritage and expertise, I turned to her and I asked her, hey, is it okay? What do you think? And it, uh, the result of that is she ended up writing the foreword, which is beautiful, probably the best, the highlight of the book, and it's right at the beginning. So, I'm, Michelle, would you just share a little bit about what tribe means to you and, you know, maybe what a modern tribe, our spin on it, what is that going to look like? Yeah, well, I, um, I take my uh, concept of what tribe is is sort of the way that we relate to each other as women and how um, even in ancestral tribes and cultural tribes um, of the past, they um, all had some common threads, things in common between us that um, held that family of people together um, in love and in respect. And so to do that word justice, um, I, I think that um, we have to live up to those ideals and those values, the ones that even our ancestors held. And um, so modern tribe means to me that we all take our, our role seriously and that we recognize um, the value of each person that's in our circle and in our group um, and what they bring and what their specific contributions are and um, and how we work together um, to to just honor those values. So in doing that, I don't feel like we um, that we abuse the honor that's in the word tribe. Michelle, thank you so much for giving us that little recap on tribe. It's it's a topic that I'm passionate about, I know you are, and we're very excited to roll out what is a modern day tribe in a very respectful way. So, we're gonna get more of that in the future. Today, I'm very excited to, sh to talk with you. Our topic is being reunited or reconnecting with an old friend. And Michelle and I have our own story about reconnecting, and we're gonna share a little bit about what happened and why we kind of drifted apart 
and how we, we ended up reconnecting and it became bigger and better than ever. And along the way, we're gonna just have a little discussion about it. Um, at the end, we're gonna leave you with five tips on if you wanna reconnect with someone, five steps and five things to keep in mind as you do that to have a successful reconnect. So please stay tuned. today on The Connection Connoisseur. And Michelle, like I said before, Michelle and I have our own little connection and reconnect story. Let's see, gosh, what, what was it? 15 or more years ago when we became really good friends, right? Oh yeah. Well, and we, we did quite a few things together. We, we did some girls trips together and um, outings and you know, we were just kind of regulars in each other other's lives. And then I guess, I don't know, life happened. <laughs> yeah. Life happened, I can't even say for sure. But I'll just tell you from my perspective, um, it felt like Michelle started ghosting me. <laughs> um, I would reach out and text and call, um, and she, I would get, it was like crickets, like no response. And I was like, oh no, I must have done something to tick her off or something. I don't know what it could be. And I kept trying, you know, I'd spread it out, you know, a month would go by, I'd send her a little note, hey, how's it going, are you out there? I'd let, I'd let her know about things that were going on, and again, crickets, not, no, no, no call, no show. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I really thought about it, I thought, oh, what was it I did? And I finally just thought, I don't know what I did. I don't know if I did anything. I just have to live with, accept that and be okay with that for now. I'm not gonna give up, but I guess I'm just not gonna try as hard and we'll see what happens. Okay. So, I don't know, what was what was going on? So, what I was thinking, what were you thinking? <laughs> during that time was um, that, you know, I was going through a really tough divorce and my, um, you know, perfect little world seemed kind of broken and shattered. And I'm not sure that I really even knew um, what was going on in my life at that time. And the last thought on my mind was to reach out to my friends to sort of advertise um, the pain that I was in. And so that's what was going on with me, um, even though it wasn't, uh, you know, I don't know, it wasn't a planned breakup. Um, it was that there was some big issue, there was some big life event. Um, and I think that's what happens with a lot of our friendships mm -hmm. when we feel like we've been ghosted. Right, you know, it, it, it could be, it doesn't have to be divorced, it could be uh, just having a baby or any, any kind of, something happens with your parents or your family or your job and you become, it just sounds like you were super overwhelmed with and didn't know how to talk about it and didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, major Maybe. life events. I think I didn't know what to say. 
Yeah, and at first I took it personally a little bit, thinking it's all, you know, we always think it's all about us. What do we do? But it's not always all about us, what's going on. Right. I agree. So fast forward five years or more. Oh, no. Well, gosh, really? I think it was five Can years. Can we say two? <laughs> Let's say two. Okay, but I think it was five. <laughs> so I was running um, around a, a little lake that we have here locally. And you know, I don't want to run or anything like that, but it's totally the fastest exercise I could think of. Um, so I'm running around, jogging and jogging, and all of a sudden, I realized I had just passed Michelle walking with an, another gal. And I'm running and thinking, oh, that was Michelle, what? Oh, she, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, wait a second. And I flipped it around and I'm like, I run back to her and I go, Michelle. <laughs> And I'll just let you take it away from there. Gosh, well, I remember it from my perspective that um, there I was walking heads down, pouring out my heart with a best friend on a walk around the lake when somebody that I knew and who knew me was passing me by. And that was kind of the theme of my life at that point was that um, the people who really cared about me had kind of stopped listening and stopped reaching out. And so my internal world view was um, that uh, I didn't matter to anybody anymore. And so when Brenda ran by me and then saw me, recognized me and stopped in her tracks, then um, I, I just knew that it was time to break my embarrassed silence and it was kind of a new awakening. So right there on the gravel, we made um, our next first date after the ghosting. And um, I couldn't be more happy that um, I was ready and Brenda was willing um, for us to reunite. And um, from there, we, we really had our um, time to get together. And I think, boy, we just, caught up um, over pizza and beers and we it was like we had never missed a day and it was like I had never been alone during that whole time and since then um, all the benefits of breaking my embarrassed silence um, have come back to me and um, it's more important now than ever and I think that's when our lady and the tribe if we didn't know yet to call it that but that's really when our tribe kind of notched up and we got really purposed in how we wanted to be able to bring the idea the foundations of what happened in our friendship um to, to other women absolutely and our we our reconnect was the next day or a couple days later it was very soon and i was just like i got her i gotta i gotta nail her down right now before she, before, runs before again. she, yeah, before I don't know where to find her. Um, but we were, we were there for hours and just talked about. We had so many similar things going on in our lives. We, we both had some, you know, heartache issues as far as losses of different things that were important to us. We had some crazy stuff that we couldn't have talked to about anybody else about. And it, it was just, it was the time, it was the synchronicity that your favorite word, right? Mm -hmm. Synchronicity, it was meant to be. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what we want, want to share with you going forward. 
there's a lot of things that go through your head when you um, want to reconnect with someone or you see someone out there, maybe just on Facebook or, or social media. And, you know, it's all really superficial out there and it's all happiness usually and not a lot of mm-hmm. muck of, of what our lives are, are, are happening. But you see someone once in a while and you go and you have these little twinges of, you know, missing them and, and remembering things and wanting to reconnect. So let's talk a little bit about a few tips. So, you know, taking that social media piece, you know, it's been proven in some ways that social media can actually make us lonelier mm-hmm. because we feel disconnected. We feel like we're not in the mix. We're not in the middle of what's happening in their lives and we're not, and maybe our lives don't feel and look as good as what sh- what's showing up out there. So it can actually make us lonelier. Mm-hmm. But so we can actually use social media to flip that switch and reconnect and use it as a way to reconnect. So what do you do? You know, what do you say to someone when you want to reconnect? Because that's going a little bit out of your comfort zone maybe, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. So turning a social media or Facebook or Instagram relationship into a one-on-one in-person meeting can be a great thing. Yeah, if social media makes us lonelier, then getting together in person um, would be the better way to feed our soul. Um, So when we meet with someone in person, our brain releases that bonding hormone, the oxytocin, that um, makes us feel good. So getting together in person is probably what um, was magic for getting back together, getting reunited with you. Yeah, I think you said something about conversation can bring back years like that or something, um, just overnight. I mean, that's what you do with old friends, right? You when you, you, start, you can make up a lot of ground in a short amount of time. So if you want to reconnect with someone, what do you do? What what are some good tips and what's some, some steps? Okay, my favorite first thing, be honest. Um, number one, um, I wasn't ready to be honest with myself. Mm-hmm. So how could I imagine that sitting down with a friend um, to explain my terrible life um, would be anything that you were interested in doing? Um, so one, be honest with yourself and then be honest with your friend. Um, you can't get the benefits of your friendship if there's something that you're hiding um, or something that you're not ready to face. Right, and, mm-hmm. and I think that's a great point. And on top of that is you know, when you reach out to someone on social media, because that's your connection right now, um, you kind of need to let them know, you need to just get a little vulnerable and say why you're reaching out. Was it because you see all their wonderful posts and it just made you miss them? Maybe it made you think of something that you used to do together, or you know, you've, or maybe you've just been missing that kind of uh, strong relationship that you once had with them. And if you just verbalize that in some way, uh, you know, digitally, you <laughs> do a voice message, uh, that's going to go a long way and they're going to be much more likely to respond and accept having a one-on-one meeting with you, right? So the second tip that we have to do, is that good for that one? Yeah. Be honest. I think mm-hmm. it's pretty simple. Be honest. The second tip that we have for you is don't be afraid of rejection. That is really key here. I heard it once said that fe- that not doing something because you fear being rejected 
is really you rejecting you right off the bat. So take that in a little bit because most likely you're not gonna get rejected. Maybe they don't respond right away. Maybe they're not really as active on that platform of social media that you think they might be. They may not see it for days, weeks, months, really. Mm -hmm. um, that is a real thing. I mean, how many times have you put out something and you don't hear back and you go, and, and then maybe weeks go by and say, oh, I never checked this. <laughs> Yeah, right? I don't even so, use my social media. Yeah, you can't take that personally. Um, you just need to kind of be a little brave and, and put the invite out there and with, with the honest invite. And, you know, and also maybe your schedules are just not going to line up for a while. Um, and that does, that's not a reflection on you and that's not rejection either, but we're all busy people and it may take some time before, and maybe they aren't even able to meet. Maybe their life is in chaos and they aren't able to meet. You just have to be able to know that it's, don't take that in and not, it's not personal. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. And I think it's perfect for our third thing, which is loosen up your expectations around what that getting back together kind of looks like. Um, yeah, if you don't go into it expecting to be rejected or hurt or expecting it to be the greatest moment of your life ever before, um, then you can't get yourself let down and you won't be you won't be letting your friend down. Do it just for the purpose of being together, being in the same space in each other's company and the whole purpose of, of catching up. Right. It's absolutely, it's worth it no matter what. If you're able just to enjoy one coffee catch-up and just kind of get up to speed, it's totally worth it. Because that also kind of lends um, it, itself to just maybe down the road. You're just kind of opening the gate, the, the, the gateway that you, you know, you have this desire to be, be closer. And when things do settle down for you, then mm -hmm. we can reconvene at a later time. All right. So another thing to, to keep in mind, and this is kind of, uh, you know, it hits my heart a little bit because I have some personal experience. I think probably you do and most people do, but don't expect an apology from the person that you want to meet up with. A lot of times we do drift apart because we have some kind of little tiff of some sort, or maybe a big tiff, it could be big, small, it doesn't matter, but that relationship was so instrumental to your life and so meaningful that it really just you would almost never let it go because you miss them so much even though there was something that that made you drift apart if you just can't come to into this seeking anything like that right off the bat because if there's any kind of expectation around you re reuniting it just usually doesn't go well you know and it doesn't play out well and you just can't assume that you've changed. Maybe you, you know that you've changed, but you can't assume they've changed their opinion on it, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And if you go into it expecting an apology, um, you'll very likely be disappointed or find that it's them who is expecting the apology. And until you get together face to face, you don't you don't know what the offense or the injury um, mm -hmm. might have been. You may not even know what you're trying to uh, apologize for or what uh, what you expect them to apologize for. I think we both had situations like that where we're just well maybe us where you just 
just not sure what I did or if I did anything at all. Right, right. So um, if you, yeah, if you were the bully in the situation or the one who didn't handle a situation right, mm -hmm. you can't expect right off the bat that they want to talk to you or they're ready. Mm -hmm. um, I have, I'll share a little bit about my uh, situation I had. It was almost 20 years ago. Um, I was very good friends uh, with, with a, a gal and gosh, I just, I still to this day, I just adore her. I truly do. And you know, we would go out together and we had some um, projects in common and just so much that we, we ended up spending a lot of time together. And just at one, there was one thing that happened, one little moment that I'm just going to say I wasn't expecting. I was a little caught off guard. I was sh shocked and I didn't handle it well. I take ownership for that. I and I kind of I talk about it in the book a little bit. This is one of the friends who broke up broke up with me. Um, I haven't really had the opportunity even yet to even though I have tried every few years to reach out and um, and we've had conversation, but I haven't had, been able to have that conversation where I could truly tell her how I feel and what where I was and maybe why I reacted the way I did and apologize because I just didn't handle it well. And sometimes that happens. We're human beings. Mm -hmm. We're human beings. <laughs> and I still hope for that. And I still believe one day that I'm going to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. um, any thoughts on that? <laughs> no, I love it. I, I love that fact that apologies go both ways. And when you show up to reconnect or show up to reunite, come into that time with that intention that just it's a gift and that may not be aware of what you did or you may be the one who's owning mm -hmm. um, that you just you just didn't handle it right you just blew it um, and and forgive yourself um, whether there's an apology offered or received um, forgive yourself so that you can move on mm -hmm. you can both just move forward and oh my gosh if we had not done that, if you had held out thinking that you've done something wrong to offend me or whatever, we would have missed out. And so I might not have turned around. Yeah, you might not. I have might have back taken the next exit, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't have to circle back and see. Yeah. Well, maybe we should talk about the last one, the fifth one, which is um, when you just can't recover it. Um, when you just can't get it back, no matter how hard you try and. I tend to think that um, that's when, even though you might be ready, um, like our timing worked out great, but mm -hmm. if the other person isn't ready and their timing isn't great, um, and a friendship is lost, um, you, you have to come up with your own ways to let those um, friendships pass and to honor what they were and mm -hmm. not to stress about a loss friendship um, when you mm -hmm. when you've tried um, right. and you've done your best and so that's that's probably the last piece of advice yeah is. it's important and, and not only in reconnecting but sometimes you have relationships in your life that just don't serve you mm -hmm. and you need to just know that just because you may drift apart for a period of time it could be um, just your lives aren't lining up anymore. It could be that, that something doesn't isn't feel right. They're not supporting you in a, in a right way. If that if it's not in a, a supportive relationship and not good for you right now, it doesn't have to be the kiss of death for the relationship. It may be just a timing issue. It maybe it's time to pull back mm -hmm. and give it a little bit of a break. 
so you both can kind of reassess where you were and what's going on or things change and down the road two, five, ten years can go by and you can pick that up again and run with it, right? Yes, I love that. I love that idea. Awesome. So, gosh, reunited. <laughs> and it feels so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so I'm so blessed to have Michelle here with me and mm -hmm. with us going forward. I would love to hear your comments down in the chat below. If you haven't done so already, would you please uh, press that subscribe button so you get notified of a new episode each week? And definitely press that like button as much as you can. We appreciate it. <laughs> we like being liked. <laughs> so anyway, until next time. When three or more gather, we are tribe.